Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that the podcast finds you well as it is fitting as always. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day. I hope and pray that all is well with you. Um, I'm just checking in. It's been a couple of weeks, I think, since I've been on um, the cast. And I do also want to say thank you so much that when I am not on, that you take time to revisit some of the things that I have already said or to um, go into what you hadn't heard and listen to that. So I definitely appreciate it. As always, ACW, um, ACWKIM at Outlook.com, ACWKIM at Outlook.com. If you have any comments, questions, something that you would like me to talk about, bring up, um, something that I discussed that you feel some kind of way or you concur, whatever it is, reach out to me, talk to me so we can continue on this conversation and be better for having had the conversation. As you and I both know, um, and I mentioned this last time, that at least we get in the memos as to what's going on. A lot of stuff is going on. And, um, and, and across the country, in our states, in our cities, even in our families, And, you know, you ask yourself, how, you know, do I get a hold of this? How does it um, minimize itself? How does it make sense at some point? Is this just, it's just going to be turmoil throughout? And I want to say that I don't believe so. I think that we have seasons and times of things in our lives. Um, And then, you know, there's things that's just going to always seem to happen. Um, I have read something the other day and I want to take a time out at some point to do just memes because I think they, some of them are very hilarious. I think also a lot of them can be very encouraging, but one of the ones that I saw and I, I'm just paraphrasing it for the most part. And it was just like, you know, um, basically we can't stop harm and certain things from happening but we know that in the midst of all of it that God has a tendency which I'm thankful for to keep us and to protect us and to safeguard us um and so I'm definitely paraphrasing that and it has extended it because it's a meme and I've said way more (laughs) but um the point the thing that I got from it is that again there's some things that we cannot circumvent right But even in the midst of it, we are stronger for having gone through it. You know, Um, even in our looking at our scars that we are better. Right. We do heal. And I had to tell somebody today, like time does heal wounds. I don't know why everything is as chaotic as it is um, for a quick answer. Right. I would say that a lot of stuff, you know, has just been brewing for so long and now this is the spill out of it for various reasons for it could be innovation in certain areas it could be man's sin you know in many areas it could be you know just natural things that's just gonna happen and there's just some things that already been put in effect and again the question for me, it's often like, how do you survive this? How do you come out of this? You know, stronger, better, victorious. You know, how do you heal when a loved one or we keep seeing a lot of loss? Yeah, I'm what I'm saying. And it's and to me personally, as authentic as I aim to be, I don't think that 
we ought to gloss over it. I don't think that we ought to just act like, oh, okay, well, that's just life. Because ultimately, for me personally, Kim, I think about, are you saved, right? And again, it might be far-fetched. It might be something that someone is not considering or contemplating at all. Because again, we want to live, if you will, forever kind of thing. And for a believer, we do. We just transition out of our physical bodies to a spiritual realm kind of thing, you know. And I think about it because it's happening, you know. Um, Another thing that I think about, too, is that I've been seeing, you know, people who have, you know, lost children, And I, you know, hallelujah, you thank God, like I can't even imagine. And then you think about, you know, how do you cope having lost a child in this world, you know, that you wanted to see grow up and become, you know, something great or just that, you know, nobody likes to lose anything personally. That's just me. I don't like, I don't like to lose keys, phones, jewelry, nothing. I don't like to lose anything. So I can't even imagine having lost a child lost a person, you know, and we've experienced that on different ways, you know, and again, that's real life and people have, you know, succumbed to grief in major ways because of loss. And so when we pray and when we're asking God to intervene and to comfort through time and healing, it's definitely to make sure one, our thought life is Okay, because these tragic situations can turn people in so many different ways that I don't think that we even factor it or consider it. And I think that we have devalued not only life, which you've known, I mentioned for many times, but I think that we've also devalued mental health. And then, you know, or the fact that people have lost stuff or broken or have yet to actually heal you know hurt people hurt people you know what I mean or the fact that you know if you're healing and you're whole then you're able to help somebody else heal and be whole no I I don't want the tragedies nobody wants that I don't want it you know what I'm saying I don't want the loss but you're telling me that as we live that is a part of life And we don't get to say when or how or whatever for the most part, right? Because we aim to do right. We aim to go in the right direction. We aim, you know, to not have to look behind our backs and, you know, all this other stuff. But life is happening. And again, I'm just trying to figure out how do we find peace in the midst of all of it? How do we find calm? How do we have healing? How do we move on? How do we not just glance over a life or lives of people, regardless of how they left, which to me is important and matters? And then how do we aim to discount certain things and aim to preserve our own lives, if you will, You know, um, I think there's a story in the biblical Bible, in the biblical Bible, hear me. In the Bible, it's a story, scriptural, and it's talking about a man who he had laid up all this stuff and stored up all this stuff and everything like that. And he was good to go in his mind. But then it says to him, the angel says to him, or it said to him that his soul would be required that night. 
So again, you know, I ask myself, I get that we, we have to do things. We have to, right? Because we're in the world and we have to make sure that this is done and we want to plan and we want to count out the cost and all this other stuff. But the ultimate thing is that's when it all said and done and being the fact that we can't take none of it with us. We can't take nobody with us. We're going to be standing before God by ourselves. And again, that's predicated that you believe in that part of life, right? And you believe in eternal life. You believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You believe that Jesus died, that you believe that if that's the case, then how do we fear when it's all said and done, right? Because there's another part of scriptures that, you know, nobody gets to tell us what happens with the things that we've accumulated in life after we've gone, and so I say all of that to say, I want us to be sure that we're leaving something and establishing something and creating something that's going to last throughout time. You know what I found interesting, too, that they're about to remove, um, they've been removing statues across the country or whatever, right? And so these people who have had these statues are now like, you know, is is this being removed because of their history or because of whatever it is that they did or established or whatever because we don't feel like it's representative of whatever it is that we want to represent or what we think is supposed to represent us as a whole or whatever, right? And even in that, even if we was to leave something, right, at some point somebody could decide that it's not worth anything, it don't matter, you know, uh, so what? And so ultimately, even in that, I think that it's about our souls going on to exist irrespective of whatever has happened on this earth, but it's odd because what happens on this earth is predicated, well, our souls and where we go is predicated on what happens in this earth, if that makes sense. And I do believe that hell is a real place. I really do. I believe that I don't think that people are like, oh, this is hell. I don't believe so. Because if that was the case, you know, the laughing and the joys and the memories and the moments that we have that are good, that are pleasant, that... um are beneficial to us that make us smile and you know would not exist you know the shining of the sun and biblically there's a description of what actually Hades as people would call it or hell people would call it or the underworld that people would call it um you've um I don't know if you've read Dante's Inferno with the levels of hell that people you know that exist that people will find themselves in. And I don't like, like, I don't even like it being high. Y'all already know, I just mentioned that. I used to love someone. <laughs> now it's like, give me a cool breeze. You know what I mean? So I think about that often. And I'm not thinking about it to be morbid. I'm not morbid. I'm not thinking about it for, or talking about it for us to, you know, have um, any fear or anything like that. And even in the level of preparation I believe personally is process. You understand what I'm saying? And again, we don't know the day nor the hour which Jesus is going to come, nor do we know the day or the hour which we're going to go 
we're going to pass away. But it's a real thing. And those who have personally experienced loss understand that. And I think that it brings more of a, a thought in their minds about it. And again, I saw um, I saw this show and the guy was talking about like he's never he was he was never afraid and, you know, to live in unafraid. And I think that when we're living unafraid, we're living in the sense that no matter what comes, what goes, what happens, whatever it is, well, with my soul it's well with God It's well with the creator It's well with the 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 um it's well with all that I could possibly do in life and I get how we can get distracted from certain things we get distracted from things and we that are important in dealing with mundane things or being caught up in stuff that at the end of the day, it's not going to really matter. Or we get so caught up in stuff that is really going to matter. And yet, still, we have not come up with a, a solution or we haven't come up with a fix on how to relate to one another, which I think also is going to be in question or how somebody um, treated us or how we became bitter or how we, you know, became we vengeful how we was just nasty and how we were just mean or whatever based on things that had happened in life and again you know I would like to live you know I said that sounds like Martin Luther King he said he would like to live you know all these years and again I don't know I don't know for you I don't know for me but what I do know is that there's something after this or in adjacent to this or in connection to this. And that's what my aim is to figure out that ultimately when it's all said and done and we have no control over certain elements and certain things that we do find ourselves not burning in hell. Yeah, I'm sorry what I'm saying and not having our loved ones or things Undone, or our loved ones feeling some kind of way, or having some um, something not resolved in them. You know, um, I think about that oftentimes, only because I've experienced some things, and only because I'm looking here and I'm and I'm seeing that you know it could be so fleeting. I'm seeing how you know dead man tells no tales. You know, I'm seeing that how people can, you know, decide what it is that they want to do with you, you know, that you don't get the final say. And I told somebody this, too, because, again, you know, you prepare for the you what you hope for the best, prepare for the worst kind of thing, you know, and, you know, you find people talk about, well, you know, write your will, so on and so forth. But even in that, we get how people can do what they want to do you don't have to have people unfortunately who will honor your last request or your last wishes and stuff like that right and so you know hallelujah I just I thank God for even the thought about it but what I would want to say is that you know God is real to me and based on what the Bible says and scripture says that, you know, our lives and our spirits and our souls are important and that we have to be mindful of that. 
And I think that a lot of the stuff that we've been seeing or dealing with is more of the flesh than it is of the spirit and the soul. And I'm not discounting the flesh because, again, it holds the spirit and the soul. But what I'm saying is that it's all important and let's get a healthy balance of it so that we can love appropriately here and be loved and transition properly there, if that makes sense. And I don't want nobody to go to hell. And so on that note, I'm going to just um, lift up a prayer and then we'll move forward. And I miss y'all. And again, thank y'all so much for allowing Authentic Conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. Just just a, um, a little stop by for a moment to let y'all know we good on this end. I pray again that y'all are good. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we bless you and we thank you, oh God, for conversation, oh God. We thank you for the ability to reason and the ability to think. We thank you, oh God, that you created us and you fashion us, oh God, and you move in us, oh God, individually and uniquely, oh God. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would help us, oh God, to see how you see, to hear how you hear, oh God, in the midst of all that's going on in our world, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you would reveal yourself to those, oh God, who have to make decisions, who get to make decisions, oh God, from the micro level to the macro level, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, oh God, that you would intervene in a mighty way to give us a better understanding of humanity and how it works, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for the good of all, oh God, that you would help us to understand, oh God, that we are souls, oh God, that we are spirit, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I ask that if anybody is listening and that need healing, oh God, physically, emotionally, Emotionally, spiritually, oh God, mentally, oh God, that you would heal them in the name of Jesus. For God, I recognize and the word declares that you came, oh God, that we may have life and life abundantly. You came, oh God, to set the captives free. Oh God, it's not a far-fetched thought, oh God, how we look to everything else for answers, oh God. We have reasoned with so many other people, oh God. Help us, oh God, to reason with you. You reason with us, oh God, to make it make sense for us as we move forward. We thank you, oh God, that the latter shall be better than the former. We thank you, oh God, that you have kept us safe thus far, oh God, and our going out and our coming in. We thank you, oh God, that there are people who don't mind lifting other people up oh god and positive energy oh god in real time oh god and just good thoughts that everyone would be better oh god in their communities oh god better in their families oh god better at their jobs oh god better in caring for one another oh god better in educating each other oh god better in educating our children oh god better oh god and Father, I bind every fear right now in the name of Jesus. Every anxiety, oh God. Every spirit of depression. Every spirit of worry, oh God. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I ask that your peace that surpasses all understanding would come in, oh God. That you would show yourself strong on those that not only believe you, oh God, but those that are seeking information, those that are seeking knowledge, those that are seeking your divine hand and encounter because God we recognize that we didn't create the world oh God 
but yet it still is here. Oh God, we didn't create our parents and yet it's still we're here. Oh God, we didn't create a lot of things, oh God, and yet and still it exists. And so help us, oh God, to work with your creation. Help us, oh God, to accept innovation, oh God, for the good of humanity and the good of mankind, oh God, and the good of growth and development, oh God. Help us not to consume ourselves in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God. Please, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus. And if there's anything, oh God, that a listener stands in the need of, oh God, I know that you are God over every situation and circumstance as we call on you and ask you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And I know there is nothing that is too hard for you, oh God. So I stand with them for their help, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I stand with them for their deliverance. I stand with them, oh God, for their answers and for the questions, oh God, that they would have in order to find peace, understanding, provision, oh God, and blessings. Thank you, oh God. We love you, oh God. We want to love you the more with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I pray. And we say, amen. Imagine my face.